This is HPR episode 1782 entitled Chorus Text, a non-visual text editor open assistive device project, and is part of the series Accessibility. It is hosted by First Time Host Cura Cura and is about 18 minutes long. The summary is Introducing Chorus Text, a non-visual text editor open assistive device project. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Radio. I've been a listener for a good few years now. I uh, just thought that it's time for me to record a podcast and make a contribution. And at the same time, I'd like to share a little project that I have been working on called the Chorus Text, uh, which is an open assistive device uh, made from Arduino Linux single board computer and eSpeak and Node.js so it's basically a non-visual text editor that lets a person with uh, visual impairments do text editing solely by means of touch and hearing alone without using eyesight so text editing is a very sight-led activity um, in order to do text editing effectively, uh, one must be able to locate the position of the cursor and gain an understanding of where he is in the text by reading the text around the cursor and do all these by using eyesight. That's the primary means of doing text editing. And yet, in our modern life, we have to do so much electronic text editing and reading. So, on the surveys of Chorus Text, uh, there are three physical sliders that the user can reach out to at any time. These sliders are similar to those found in audio mixer boards, and changing the position of the slider would cause the system to pull out the corresponding part of the text and pass it to the text-to-speech engine which will speak the portion of the text out loud. The first slider is the line slider. So changing the position of this slider from top to bottom will cause the system to read the text progressively line by line. The second slider is the word slider. 
and changing the position of the word slider from left to right will cause the system to read out the words in the current line progressively uh, word by word and the third slider is the character slider uh, changing the position of the character slider from left to right would cause the system to uh, spell out the characters that make up the current word letter by letter this way the user can read the text he's working on with ease and can drill down to the level of character by character spelling if he needed to and what's more these sliders are motorized sliders so I can programmatically move them to any spot along the track uh, and control them with the Arduino so when doing text editing uh, as the user types uh, the sliders continuously change position, reposition themselves to uh, reflect or to manifest uh, the contents of the text in real time. So for example, if the user types three more letters, uh, three more characters, the character slider would advance three positions, three steps to the right. And if he deletes one character, the slider would uh, move one step backwards. And likewise, if he added two words to the current line, the word slider would move two steps to the right. And if he delete one line, the line slider would uh, step back one step. So gone is the concept that the cursor is this abstract blinking thing that only lives inside the monitor and for which the only means of finding where it is on the screen is by means of eyesight. It is now physically manifested by the three sliders. Simply reach out to these three sliders with your hand at any time and the text is immediately accessible and navigable. No eyesight required. If one needs to verify the text that one has just typed, simply move the slider around right uh, move the line slider up to read the previous line move the slider down again to read the current line and verify words and spelling uh, in the same manner and there are no updates this drawn on the monitor uh, there is no monitor uh, what we have are these three sliders that are constantly moving repositioning as the user types. Other things on the surface of this device is uh, two knobs, one for adjusting the speech rate and one for adjusting the spelling rate uh, when the user move uh, navigates uh, character by character um, and uh, buttons uh, that are essentially equivalent to uh, home and page up and page down so four buttons for uh, each sliders and uh, button for speaking the contents of the current line the current word the current character 
and one button for speaking the content of the whole text and the mode switcher dial uh, so the mode switcher dial is for switching focus like in a browser uh, we can switch focus to the uh, address bar by clicking on the address bar right and switch focus to the uh, text box by pointing clicking on the uh, text box uh, likewise with the mode switcher dial the user needs to turn the dial uh, to a certain position to switch the focus so right now uh, there are only a few modes available uh, main text and settings and a few placeholder modes like uh, chat and uh, search so if the user turn the knob to settings uh, he will enter the settings uh, area and there are two buttons next to the dial and the user can switch languages by pressing these two buttons so right now uh, the languages supported are English and Chinese and Bahasa Indonesia and those are the three languages that I uh, I speak um, but I am using eSpeak and eSpeak uh, supports many more languages it's just that I don't speak uh, any other languages so I don't know I can't verify whether it is truly speaking French or um, how well it works um, right but if there's anyone interested uh, to add support for uh, other languages please feel free okay so in future there will be a chat mode and a Wikipedia search mode going to the chat mode it will automatically bring him to a chat room and uh, he can uh, read the chat messages uh, and uh, type uh, chat messages and send to uh, other people in the room and the Wikipedia search mode uh, would let the user to type in keywords query uh, search queries that will be sent to Wikipedia and then uh, when the results came back they will be loaded on the course text and made available to the user via the sliders so all he needs to do is to type in and reach out to the sliders to read the text and access the content of Wikipedia that way so component wise uh, it's using Arduino Uno right now and an Adafruit Motor Shield version 2 uh, which is excellent and three motorized line potentiometers the, the three sliders and one motorized uh, rotary potentiometer the uh, mode switcher dial and about 20 buttons just simple push buttons and uh, two rotary potentiometer uh, normal uh, non-motorized potentiometer for the for adjusting the speech rate and spelling rate and also a PC Duino where the Corstax application is running and handles communication with Arduino and execute eSpeak text-to-speech and 
runs a web interface so users with low vision can go to the address and read the, the text in an enlarged uh, font type or the user's significant others can also access the device via this web interface and import text or follow the reading progress of the user um, so all that is done through a web browser so they can come in from another computer they can come in from a tablet or a smartphone and uh, communication is done via socket IO real time and there's also AngularJS that handles the DOM uh, updating real time uh, it sounds very complicated but trust me it's not as complicated as it sounds I have the code and the design files uh, up on my github uh, simply go to github.com slash kurakuradave slash chorus text uh, that is K-U-R-A-K-U-R-A-D-A-V-E slash chorus text inside it uh, everything is inside it basically the Arduino code is inside it the uh, Node.js uh, chorus text uh, application is inside it uh, the hardware design files are also inside it um, oh I forgot to mention there is uh, one button uh, on the surface of the device that is uh, intended for one click OCR text import so uh, connect the PC Duino to a scanner via USB and then put the text to be scanned on the scanner and press this one button on the course text device and it will initiate a scan and pass it to Tesseract and uh, load the converted OCR text into the device uh, ready for the sliders and, and made them available to the user via the three sliders also another thing that I'm contemplating right now is uh, to make use of uh, Mary TTS as the speech engine for chorus text uh, but uh, to do that I would probably but to do that I would probably use another machine to host the Mary TTS uh, application server and uh, let the PC Duino send queries to this uh, more powerful machines and playback the WAV file uh, received from this server machine. Uh, the reason being um, eSpeak is great and it's lightweight and it's fast and it's robust and it's uh, I and it has a lot of man hours behind it uh, but it's it it sounds pretty roboty. Uh, I think it's great uh, I have no issues with it whatsoever uh, but people new to text-to-speech technologies, especially text-to-speech technologies in Linux, might be repulsed by the robotic voice. Uh, again, this is completely a uh, personal thing. Uh, it depends. It, it differs from person to person. Um, but I think it would be interesting to add support for Mary TTS. Unfortunately, Mary TTS requirements 
are uh, ha can ha barely be met by uh, single board computers like uh, PC Duino 3 uh, it needs uh, more than 512 MB of RAM and uh, uh, a decent processor uh, PC Duino 3 can run many TTS server uh, it's just that um, it is definitely not as responsive as if it were running on a uh, an x86 uh, i7 or i5 or i3 machine. So describing how the device works uh, by using a podcast is a very poor way of doing that, <laughs> uh, and I humbly invite you to visit the webpage uh, at www.carstacks.org where uh, I have demo videos and uh, write-ups on the website. So if this is something that tickles your fancy or if you are looking for in your next Arduino project, I would be thrilled to uh, work alongside you and uh, to provide more details. Uh, just uh, shoot me an email uh, kurakuradave at gmail.com k-u-r-a-k-u-r-a-d-a-v-e at gmail.com and uh, we'll be talking soon so I don't want to be a lone developer working in a cave and now that I got a physical prototype ready that I can bring to a table and put down on a table for people to try I'm sharing this with as many people as I can um, I'm going to Gnome Asia Summit uh, this week in uh, my home country Depok Indonesia and uh, after that I am participating in um, Maker Faire Singapore 2015 uh, which I believe is uh, in uh, 11 to 12 July 2015 and um, it would be awesome to uh, get as much f feedback as I can if this device is to be something that is truly useful uh, I think it should go through many storms of many minds so to speak and uh, so uh, comments feedback anything at all just send me an email alright thank you so much for listening You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.